Canadians love meal delivery apps. So much so that, uh, you ready for this? We spent $4.3 billion, that's with a B, billion worth of meals in 2018. And although Canadians seem to love the uh, convenience of uh, skip the dishes or uh, Uber Eats, the enthusiasm is not being shared by all restaurant owners. Why? Well, let's ask James Rylett. He is Restaurants, Restaurant Canada's vice president, and he joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. James, good afternoon, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. $4.3 billion worth of meals. Uh, that is a big number. Is that? Uh, can you contextualize that for us a little bit? Is that a significant jump or, or spike? I mean, how does that compare, uh, say, to a few years back when maybe uh, some of these uh, food delivery apps weren't so available? Yeah, well, uh, just in the last year, we've seen digital delivery increase by 51%. So, yeah, it's a huge jump. It, it had been growing steadily, but in the last year, it, it's been an enormous jump in one year period. All right. It's a big, big jump. As I mentioned, uh, Canadians, consumers seem to love it. But some restaurateurs are, are pushing back a little bit. Uh, why are they not uh, in love with these uh, food delivery apps? Um, well, it's kind of a love-hate relationship, really. It, it, it does come with a high cost. Uh, most most apps charge about 30% of what the bill is. Uh, they, they charge that to the restaurants. So that's a big chunk out of your prof- profitability. Um, but if you're not uh, using the apps, then uh, you're not... Uh, a large chunk of customers are not available to you. So it's kind of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> All right, well, 30% might be a little steep for some restaurateurs, but uh, is there savings on the other side where now maybe they don't uh, need the traditional uh, takeout staff, uh, somebody running around uh, with a, a delivery car, and we're talking about fuel and insurance and, and all the rest? Yeah, there's some savings on the the delivery side, but there's also some savings if you're open anyway, and this is these are just sales that are in addition uh, to your your in-store sales, then yeah, it can be there can be a profitability there. And uh, so as long as it's adding to your your customer base and not uh, simply replacing it, then yeah, it, there there can be some uh, some good news from for restaurants. Is it a case that these food delivery apps, have they become uh, maybe a little more powerful than a lot of restaurants uh, suspected or thought they might be? Because it seems to me from the outside looking in, James, that they're not just uh, a food delivery uh, service, but uh, they're also like a menu in a way. Because if I go on the app and uh, your restaurant is not there, I'm likely not going to choose it, obviously. Yeah, I think what we're seeing now it's more of a lifestyle. It's it's not uh, do you want to have delivery tonight? Do you want it's do you want to and they name the app. Do you want to go do you want Uber tonight or do you want to skip the dishes t- tonight? So it's uh, it's very much a lifestyle thing and and um the good news on that is it it is uh, incremental growth uh, for people that normally wouldn't go out to the restaurant. Um but the bad news is it, it is eating into the profits. All right. What is the Restaurants Canada? What are you prepared, to, if anything, to do? Uh, are restaurants getting together? Are they trying to uh, flex their muscle a little bit and uh, carve themselves out a better deal with some of these uh, apps? Well, we've been talking to, uh, we met with a bunch of the apps uh, just last week and uh, talked to them about what their growth uh, potential is, where they're, where they're looking to go. Um, the good news is they want to have those discussions with restaurants, and we're here to facilitate that. Um and I, I think just as things grow, uh, they're, they're going to change. Restaurants are going to change. So um, as long as we keep talking as we grow together, then uh, it should we should find some happy medium here. 
What is that happy medium? That was my next question. Uh, what would the restaurant industry uh, like to see if uh, 20 or 30 percent is, is too much? I don't know. I I, I I wouldn't want to put a number on it. I, I don't know what uh, that would be, and it would probably be different for everyone. Um, but uh, it definitely has to have some some things have to change, and not just on the price. There are there are some customer issues. Uh, some people are not happy with the service they get, or or, or the time it takes. So um, when we talk to the delivery apps, it's it's uh, we we include everything, not just price. Yeah, I think that, you know, these apps are sort of still in their infancy and still growing, as uh, you indicate. Is it the restaurants, the restaurateurs, uh, do they feel the blowback, uh, you know, when a delivery doesn't come off as anticipated? Or is that something that uh, the apps, such as Fedora or Skip the Dishes, they take care of? Yeah, well, some are better than others. Uh, the, the, basically, if the customer refuses the food or complains about the food and there has to be a uh, the money returned it, it comes from the restaurant's pocket and in some cases they still have to pay the 30 percent plus uh, they don't get anything for it so things like that uh, do irk uh, restaurants and they don't like the fact that they lose control where if they have their own delivery people they they at least have control of how they're dressed how they present themselves where if it's uh this a third-party app. You don't really have that control. On the phone with James Rylett, he is with Restaurants Canada. We were talking about the explosion of the uh, food delivery apps and just how much they're charging uh, restaurants uh, for this service. And this seems a little similar to me. Tell me if I'm right or wrong here, uh, James, to uh, some complaints uh, we've seen uh, within the industry before when it comes to uh, Visa and MasterCard, credit cards, and the amount of uh, commissions they're, they're charging uh, to use their product as well. Uh, are we seeing kind of a, a similar squeeze on restaurateurs when it comes to these apps? I think so. I think anytime you have a company that... Uh uh, that you're almost forced to use, um, then yeah, there's there is it makes it harder to uh, push back because you can't, you don't have the uh, the ability to negotiate as much. Um, so yeah, it's a good comparison. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think they have to change a lot, and uh, we may have our industry may have to adapt too, uh, just like they adapted uh, are are still adapting, I guess, to a high. Um, credit card fees. Yeah, well, 4.3 billion worth of uh, meals through food apps in 2018 alone certainly speaks volumes. Uh, do you have any estimates as to uh, how large this uh, phenomenon is going to grow to in the next, uh, I don't know, two, three, five years? We don't, but we do an annual restaurant survey of our members, and uh, um, one of the questions was, how, do, how how much do you expect this to grow? And um, over 40% expected a double-digit growth in the next five years. So everyone in the industry is uh, expecting that it'll continue to grow, and uh, we are... We're just getting ready for it. All right. James, I really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Uh, we'll uh, watch this uh, with interest. Thanks so much. Thanks for your time. All right. There goes James Rylett. He is a vice president with Restaurants Canada.